This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bridget, I know you like your goalie talk. We uh, we haven't really talked about Swayman's return to the lineup against the Blackhawks. That was his first game back, right? Yep. Obviously, obviously mm-hmm. the Hawks what didn't present a huge challenge, but he still looked good. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> Not um, a huge challenge, true. Yeah, I think he faced what three shots in the, in the first period, so really got eased back in. He looked like Julian um, Cat out there leaning on the crossbar. <laughs> yeah, see, you wonder how he would have fared in today's game against Tampa Bay, where they threw Allmark just right into the fire and, and gave up the first nine shots on goal. It was nine nine to nothing to start the game, Tampa Bay. And, and at the end of the game, too, all of a sudden, they got up 5-1, and then they were just like, we got this. And then they are just like, Allmark, you, you can handle the rest. And he got bombarded at the end of the game as well. In those kind of games... You know, I'm glad that wasn't the kind of game Swayman played when he first got back from injury. Well, that's why it was so important to it. It was very convenient to be able to get him into one of those games before they went out on the throw chair, before they hit this. You know, it, it's their toughest, toughest three week stretch of the whole season. So getting Swayman kind of that warm up game before Chicago, because you're going to need him on the strip. I'm gonna guess he's starting wednesday against the panthers i don't nothing's announced yet but um that's what i would guess and then Almar comes back home uh for the black friday game against carolina but yeah i think that you know i was thinking of it and like at one point jim montgomery was asked if swayman would need a like an ahl conditioning start and he was like no and it's like well you know what he basically got that. Like that's that's kind of what the Blackhawks were. Um, you know, it's you mentioned the the fast start Tampa got off to, and it was I meant to make make this point earlier, but we had talked on one of the recent podcasts saying like, you know, they needed more complete efforts during this tough stretch because they you know they had some games against weaker opponents where they would kind of sleepwalk through the first period or they let up in the second period. And I remember saying like, well, they can't do that against those, those better teams. And then, you know, you got a complete 60 minute effort against Chicago. Well, it turns out that they can do it against better teams and still win because like they did against Tampa. They, you know, they did basically like weren't ready for the start of that game. Uh, They let up at five, one and it just, it didn't matter. Like it's, it's 
such a testament to just how good this team is and how, you know, like I got the sense uh, once we saw how the Bruins came on the second period and just dominated the lightning and, and got three goals to go up, you know, take a three goal lead. It was like that first period was Tampa's chance. And it, you feel like if the, if you don't put this Bruins team away or put them in a big hole, when you get a chance, you're going to regret it. And, and even if you do, you still might not beat them. Like Pittsburgh put the Bruins in a hole and they still came back and beat them. It's they're never going to be out of the game, but you know, you just get the feeling that if teams catch them off off guard for a period and you only come out of it with a one goal lead, like that's not going to be good enough. Like you, you, you have to try to bury them. Yeah. All Mark has been so good that it's been like, ah, he's, He's handled such a storm every once in a while that you're just like, okay, well, luckily for him, because this could have been a three nothing hole or whatever. And you want what this reminds me of, um, what you just described is how in the playoffs, there's so like, there's such a huge correlation between scoring first and winning. And in order to be one of those teams that comes back and get, you know, say it's a road game and you, you need to you need to come back and win um, after giving up the first goal. This is one of those teams that's like, guys, no worries. <laughs> we we do this all the time. We're used to this. We got you like it, it's a team that feels like even if it's like a high stakes game on the road playoffs, you know, this is the kind of team that you still trust to come back and, and to take those games. Yeah, I mean, the, the way they're playing right now and and how deep they are on paper. Like I, we've all watched a lot of hockey in our lives and we've seen a lot of Bruins teams and we know we can separate the contenders from the pretenders, especially when it pertains to the Bruins. Like there are years when the Bruins make the playoffs, but you just know that they, they have a certain ceiling. Um, I have, we still have to see Carolina. I want to see them play New Jersey, although New Jersey is a very cute little story right now, but they have to do a little, it's really impressive what they're doing, but I'm not going to sit there and call them a, a Eastern Conference power just yet. Um, but, like, we've seen them play the Rangers. I got to say, though, I'm, I'm getting there fairly quickly on that. I like, like, I, I'm, a, no, I'm a fan of the Devils. I, I am. Like, I think, yeah. I think they're, they're really promising. I'm just saying, like, I, I, can't, I can't say I'm afraid of them just yet. Like, I, want, I, can't, I can't say that. But, yeah. you, know, you know, but, you know, you watch – we've seen the Bruins play already um, – some of the better teams in the Easter conference this year, right? Like we saw them play the Rangers in Madison square garden. And you could tell in that game, the Bruins have better structure. They're better defensively. We saw them play the Panthers. We're going to see them play them again tomorrow, but we saw, we know Florida's defensive structure isn't there. It never has been even last year when they were setting records. Yeah. There were offensive records. Uh, we see the Bruins beat Washington. They beat the Penguins. Uh, we just saw them play Tampa. So it's like, and none of these teams, like they just don't present the same depth the Bruins do in addition to their 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 team structure. So I think for me, like the the one thing I'm sure people were saying this about Tampa when they got before they got swept by Columbus. And I'm sure people were talking about this when the Panthers were doing their thing last year. But like the Bruins have too many guys that have been there and done that to let that stuff happen. But like the the one thing the Bruins can't allow to happen when the playoffs get there is forget how to score the dirty goals in the playoffs because a lot of this pretty tic-tac-toe stuff 
it's not going to be there in the postseason. And they, they're well aware of that. But well, that's they need when to big hero Nick Foligno, your, your hero yeah. Nick Foligno is going to come in handy. Yeah. Well, but even, even, even like, even, even the flashier guys, right? Krejci, Pasternak, like, you know, they, 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 they know they've been to the finals and they've won finals, you know, not Pasternak, but the other guys, like they know they can't get away with that. So even, even that aspect of it, it's like, man, it's just, it's just really impressive. The only thing is anything can happen in the playoffs. Like you, you can, you can go, you can, you can have home ice advantage and, you drop the first two games unexpectedly because a goalie stands in their head and all of a sudden it's like you start to panic and anything can happen. But based off everything we've seen so far this year, and this is not coming from a Bruins perspective, like I'm coming from a neutral standpoint here, like most, if not like most teams, and when I say most, I mean all of them pretty much, they don't have a playmaker like Lindholm and McAvoy on the back end that can like just be a one man. They just don't have it. Colorado does with McCarr and, and, and Taves, but like, it's just not really out there. I haven't sensed an ounce of panic in like this team, just their, their baseline, like just calmness has been able to carry through. And I think that they already play with desperation without playing like frantically. Um, like I, I, you notice that guys just are giving a, their full effort on, on pretty much every shift. Like it's just like, look back at the Felino goal, just diving like that. He's diving at that puck. Like he needs to, you know, tie a game for the Stanley cup or something like they, they don't seem to be a desperate team in terms of, you know, needing the goals, but they act like they're, they're all so important. So um, it, it bodes well for the playoffs. Obviously this is such a hot streak and, Somebody they were talking to before the game, Sophia was talking to before the game on Tampa Bay said like, oh, you know, they're on their hot streak and all hot streaks come to an end. But <laughs> I was like, I felt like he was being a little salty, but um, yeah, they do. But it just seems like there's not going to be an extended part of this season where they're going to be in a hole, like pl- playing bad hockey. And to the to the Devils, they're, uh, they're on a 13-game win streak and that's that's nothing I would have predicted to start the year either um and if you're the Bruins you hope that because the Bruins play them twice in about a month at the end of December you hope they've fallen off a little bit by that point in time and that they're they hit a colder streak by the time the end of December rolls around when you play them get to see uh who really won the Eric Halla Pavel Zaka trade? I think we already know who won that. I mean Zaka Zaka's Yeah. Even even Hall is playing well for the Devils yeah, too. Like he's, he's, he's bad he's like, down there. Yeah, he's got like seven, probably seven, he's probably like eight or nine points. And Zaka has what, twelve or so? I mean Yeah. I just I, I just, I just still think... is, but for for a while Halla was on like the yeah, huge. The, the, the number one analytics line in in all the NHL. They were like number one in expected goals and Corsi and, uh, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, you not know, not to shit on him, but his fit. He didn't have a great fit here, and maybe he has a better fit there, and that's good for him. And and Zaka, well, you had a source, Brian, aka a Devils fan that you talked to. I think it was you that said, yeah. Oh yeah. Good luck, with, good luck with Pavel Zaka yeah. because people there thought that he wasn't a great fit in New Jersey. So maybe they just both I mean, found better fits. I, I will say like, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but 
when I watch Zaka, like, I notice him more off the score sheet than I ever did with Halla. Like, he seem, yeah. he seems to be more engaged in the play. He He's like, he's, you know, he's, he's part, he's, He's part of the game when, when like he's doing giving go to the guys, he's stick lifting, he's back checking. And that's not to knock Halla, because like Halla always seemed to be trying to get back and stuff. He just was like, I just don't know if he has the hockey IQ that Zaka has. I guess that's probably yeah. the best way I can describe and, it. And you saw that like especially in the playoffs, where you know, I think in the second half of the season, that Hall, Halla Pasternak line, like they did put legitimate effort into trying to improve defensively. But in the playoffs against Carolina, that line struggled in its own zone. And it really starts with Hollow. Like he was he was missing assignments. He you know, he's just he's never been a particularly strong defensive player. And that was asking more of him than he was probably capable of delivering. So yeah, Zaka fits what fits what the Bruins needed more. And I think, you know, again, Hollow was effective playing between Hall and Pastanark last year. Prior to that, when he was playing in the bottom six, he was not effective. So I think Zaka just gives him more flexibility. He's more likely to to help that third line um, if that's where, you know, where he ends up. Obviously, he's back up on the second line right now. But, um, yeah, I would say so far, everyone's happy with that trade. Um, you know, we'll see if see if that continues. But certainly, Zaka seems to be a, a better fit for the Bruins. Well, New Jersey didn't want to pay Zaka, right? That was like their biggest thing. Yeah, it, I don't, I, I don't know if New Jersey was down on Zaka as a player necessarily. They just didn't think that he was worth the going to arbitration and giving up, committing to him for more than a couple more years at four plus, whatever you know. So. Yeah, and it'll um, be interesting to see since he's only here in Boston on a one-year deal. Um, what extension talks would look like with him at some point? Um, because this year was kind of a tryout, but based on everything that Zaka and um, management said, it was more just so like, okay, we want you to be here long-term. We're going to do the one-year trial, make sure everything is as we expect it to be. And so he's somebody else that is kind of playing for a contract as well. It's really interesting because a lot of people who, a lot of -of out-of-market people that are talking about the Bruins and this and that, and like they're, they're really harping on the whole, the last dance for Boston and how Boston's going all in. And, and, and part of their argument or reasoning as to why is because they list all the free agents up front for the Bruins, actually on the roster in general, the Bruins have a ton of UFAs slash um, RFAs, I think on the books this, this off season. And people that are calling it the last dance are kind of going under the impression like that. Most of those people won't be back. I mean, I, I like to think that a, a lot of them probably will be. And then we'll see what happens at the center ice position. But it's uh, Zaka's one of them. I mean, people people are people are acting like the Bruins are just going to like not be competitive next year. If if uh, so, I guess we'll see. I'd be the Bruins might surprise me and just kind of depending on what happens this year, let 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 people walk. But I think Zaka, they'll probably want to resign him along with some other another handful of guys like like Clifton's a guy, for example, that they'd they'd probably want to resign, right? Or is he going to go to the? Is he going to get paid somewhere else? Uh, you know, no sick. Obviously, we said Pashnak and and others, Krejci. Like there's 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 a there's a lot of Fr- Trent Frederick. There's a lot of decisions to be made in the off season. So that's why I don't want to look too far ahead. But it is interesting you bring up 
um, his his kind of show me year here with the Bruins. Like, mm-hmm. are the, if he does show them, are the Bruins going to pay him, or are they going to let him kind of walk? It it depends what their what their goal is going to next year. Like we know they've said that, that rebuilds aren't accepted in Boston. So if that's their philosophy, then that's their philosophy. But we'll see if that changes. But apparently, scumbags are accepted. So. Yeah, we've yeah, learned we've cool. learned that uh, they'll allow a scumbag here or there. Um, anyhow, we are getting late, and we have a fashion segment to get to. Um, so Scott, you open this up because you're the one who sent us the the pictures. Yeah, so uh, Uni Watch, I would say probably the foremost authority on all things sports uniforms. Um, someone sent them a Bruins jersey that was hanging in a store somewhere in Canada um, of what certainly appears to be the Bruins Winter Classic jersey. Seems like some store jumped the gun and leaked it early and has it out on, on or had it out on shelves. Um, we, we tweeted this from at the skate pod on Twitter, so you can check it out there if you haven't seen it. Um, but it has, you know, the, the word mark and the, uh, affectionately known as meth bear logo that had, had already been, um, the Bruins had already revealed that that was their logo for the winter classic. So that checks out the rest of the Jersey is. Um, a black design kind of like with some waves in it and then yellow stripes, yellow on the shoulders. Um, Brian or Bridget, do you want to, you want to give your reaction first? Well, I just want to say that (laughs) this is so stupid (laughs) from the store because the jerseys, I don't know when they were supposed to actually like say what they were. Do you guys know when the actual like, Friday. It's this Friday, yeah. I guess that's not too bad then, because we're we're not we're less than a week away. But they all say order by November twenty seventh, and they say crested by Christmas. So they're like trying to do a Christmas sale on these, and so they they jump the gun. Um, but I was hoping for a little bit more. I mean, I was hoping, you know, how they have the Pooh Bears. I was hoping big meth bear, big as you can put them, right in the middle. Um, I don't even need it to say Boston, just meth bear. That would have been cool with me. And I think Brian's right in our group chat to say that the cream color, that the Boston is across in cream. Um, meth bear is outlined in cream, but it's missing more like that cream color in the bands that are on the arms. Uh, and I think that that would have been a nicer look there. It would have been more classic-y. You know, the, the brighter Bruins color to me is not as classic like throwback as maybe a little bit of a lighter yellow like that creamy color yeah i think it i think it lacks contrast is, is kind of where i was getting at with that like i think i think if uh if you guys are looking at it i think on the sleeves there's there's one too many of those yellow but this is if 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 we're going with this series that they already are using this is my edits to it it's not what i would do in general but with this jersey, what I would do is I would take one of the yellows, the third yellow stripe off the cuff of the sleeve, so that's just two yellows, and then insert the the beige Boston color in sandwiched in between. Do that on both sleeves and on the bottom, 
and then I'll put that cream, uh, that beige color, I'll add a striping to the underneath the shoulders too to kind of get some color up there. Um, but I like Bridget's idea. I would have gone if I if this was this was from scratch. I would have gone full size meth bear, um, which I think was it Ty Anderson or DJ Bean. Somebody said on Twitter like a few weeks ago or last week that it used to be called the crack bear, and then people some sometimes started calling it the meth bear. But I would go with that. I would have gone with the meth bear. Big meth bear on the front with like a with like a white template. I w- I probably would have done like the um like the Ray Bork Cam Neely era jerseys with the meth bear from that era. Uh, I I kind of feel like I'm looking at like a Pittsburgh Pirates baseball jersey, and it's like they're playing the Penguins. They're at Fenway. I don't know if they're going like a baseball theme or something. I just it doesn't look like a Bruins jersey to me. It just looks like a hockey night in Boston jersey or something. By the way, Brian, maybe he switched his drug of choice at some point along the way and he stepped it up to meth. It's possible. It's possible that that bears, that bear looks a little crazy or, or like we talked about before, maybe he was just chugging the chugging the day quill. Yeah. Uh, Either way. That's what Scott looked like. You could just, this pretty much just what Scott looked like this morning. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I've been, I've been, Battling a bit of a cold, if if anyone's picked up on that. I don't think I sound too bad, but I don't know. Maybe day-to-day, day-to-day flu-like symptoms. Um, yeah, I, I agree with what you guys said. I also don't like the, the shoulders on it, like this kind of yellow patch look. I don't know. I just don't, I don't like that. It looks too much like a practice jersey or something. I think what we're all saying is less would have been more. Like well, less and... striping and like, like well, yeah. literally simple bear yeah like and to, to your point about like the you know this cream color like not being anywhere in the stripes or you know even as trim it, it's like it's almost like the jersey's doing two different things like one's just this black and yellow where it's not even going to have any white trim anywhere and then you get this yeah. word mark in the in the bear with the cream color but it's like well that's just for the crest and then it and it's in the uh in the little you know string tie at the top but then it's not anywhere else i also don't like it in the string tie i've always i've always liked the ties on jerseys no i just mean the color i don't don't like the cream there i like would have liked it elsewhere well well, i like the cream tie better than if it was a that yellow as oh yeah Yeah. not even too much i just think it just looks incomplete to me and also if you look at the 2016 winter classic jersey it's not that much different. It's like, come on, guys, could you could you not like you know switched up a little bit? You're gonna go because that I thought the same thing with that jersey too. I know some people like that jersey. I never, I always thought it was boring as hell. It was like watching grass grow, but like that jersey, I felt the same way. It's like you can't. I don't like a black base with like just yellow and no no lighter color to comp to make things pop. It's just too. Now this this yellow appears to be brighter than the one that they use at, at Gillette, but it's just I don't know. I think it was a missed opportunity. I also think when you're playing the Penguins, you have to imagine the Penguins are going to probably clash with them. So it's like the less black and gold solely would have helped differentiate yourself. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see the, the rest of the con, the rest of the um, no. uniform. Yeah. Where where was this store? It was somewhere hmm? in Canada. Okay. I mean, do you think someone just has like 
a grandma with skills and she just like sewed this shit together no because you, you can see the um you can Guys, see the back. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty crafty just <laughs> yeah you i don't are. think i could have done this whole thing but like i could probably make some sort of a fake of, of like something so i'm just saying some some somebody got their maybe somebody got their grandma to just like really fuck with us they're like someone in toronto was like i'm gonna fuck with all these bruins peeps yeah except the back of the the back of the neck collars specifies the date and and it's got the fenway theme so that's maybe grandma's real talented and did that too but (laughs) i'm not sure she would have to have a a a lot of um prep work for that And yeah. by the way, there's also like some of those breathable parts of it. Well, I don't know if she has that material to work with. <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt guys that like on, on you know, with Fenway, with Fenway in the background, you know, black helmets. I'm sure the socks will be black with two yellow stripes. They might have some cool gloves. I'm sure. I'm sure on, I'm sure it'll pop on the, on the white ice with the Fenway background. I do, I do just think it was a bit of a missed opportunity, but. So it, it, I, yeah. if I was giving it a grade, I'd give it like a C plus maybe or an I for incomplete. But yeah, I think like C plus sounds right. And you know, sometimes you see a jersey like up close, and you're not really sold. Then you see it on the uniform, you see it. You know, guys get out on the ice and then, and you like it more. Maybe that'll happen here. But yeah, first impression is a little disappointed because I feel like there was a great Jersey to be made here. And this doesn't, this isn't it for me. What they should do is they should like make a poll. (laughs) They should like, like mock up like five options and just like throw it on the internet and just take feedback. Take, they'll sell more. I know they need to make, Mm. you know, it's all mysterious, which is stupid. It should be crowdsourced. And Brian's probably already in their DMs anyway, um, like he was with the Team <laughs> USA uniforms. But <laughs> I yeah, think that I mean, that yeah. would be better. You know, I think speaking the Bruins... of Team USA uniforms, yeah, USA's World World Cup uniforms, trash. Yeah, Just I know you, you you vented about that when they I think they debuted them or something like that on online over the summer, and you were you were shitting on them then because it's is it's there. I th- or or maybe maybe you tweeted, but like, um, like there should be a template where like, I'm not making this up. I saw this, so I'm not taking credit for this. I think you may have retweeted like they had like a USA soccer jersey, and the two jerseys was like, one was just like the red and white stripes of the flag as the uniform, which is sick, and then the blue jerseys was like you know the 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 blue part of the flag with the with the with the uh, fifty stars and. It's like instead, you know, something kind of, you know, patriotic, you know, um, but instead they just go with like, you know, it looks like a like a slushy from Dunkin Donuts, a blueberry slushy. Yeah, well, and and we're not a soccer pocket, so I won't go on 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 this too long. <laughs> sure. Already, already took out. us took us off off track, but it, it's the same. But it's the same thing that different uniform providers are doing, like across the board in different sports which is like they come up with one base design and then like eight different countries use it so like yeah the the us usa soccer has like this stupid blue it almost looks like a boomerang like below the neck and it's like a bunch of other countries have the same thing because they're all using the same nike like base model and 
whatever looks dumb but like we've seen in the olympics with hockey it's they should take fan submissions brian would spend a lot more time on photoshop um (laughs) but it would be in the end it would be worth it i used to i used to buy the nhl video games just to create create like 20 teams and create new uniforms (laughs) um that adds up that actually adds up yeah yeah I'm, i'm a little tapped um I, I would I would ask you guys your favorite Thanksgiving I, sides, but I think we all have the same answer: leftover t- hot turkey sandwiches. So I, don't uh, <laughs> uh, nope. I think we've done this segment Mine. last year, maybe. That's eh, once a year. My mind's stuffing. Years, right? Always the stuffing. Oh yeah, yeah, no stuffing. Yeah, that's true. Side dish stuffing for sure. All right, guys, do we have anything else before we take off? No. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. We'll we're planning to record our next one after the black Friday game. So uh, we'll, we'll see everyone after Thanksgiving. That we will. All right. Thank you guys for listening. As Scott said, enjoy your holiday. We'll talk to you guys soon.